Hey everybody, this is Liliana Milleva and I'm excited to bring you Menopause Made Easy, a podcast designed to provide you tips and strategy to navigate the changes in woman's body, mind and spirit with more grace and ease. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you are updated of each episode release. All right, let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome for another episode of Menopause Made Easy. Today, I have with me Awana Kohon, and I will let her to introduce herself for our guest. Who is Awana? Hi, my name is Alana Cahoon, and it's a pleasure to be here from the U.S., New York State. I'm a mindfulness coach and author of Mindfulness Mantras and Meditations. So I help professionals to bring balance into their lives. And how you start with your work? So I became a coach about 15 years ago, and I brought together what I used to call the three of me. I have a performing arts background and also a marketing background and a holistic health background. So I understand the pressures and demands of being out in the workforce, being a professional, being a CEO, being an entrepreneur. And I also know the techniques that are very useful to bring balance into your career and home life, and let's not forget about your own self-care. I've always been practicing holistic health, explored the performing arts world and the executive world, and realized how important it was for people to learn mindfulness, meditation skills, energy balancing, etc., natural health, holistic health, to be happy and successful at the same time. And why you are a mindfulness coach? Well, the word or the label mindfulness coach evolved. I was working with clients for years and I realized that the theme throughout everyone's journey was incorporating awareness, being in the present moment so that the past didn't drag you down and the future didn't freak you out. <laughs> so important to be yeah? in the present moment. And um, how do you stay calm? When the word around you in a house, how you stay calm? Right. It's a really good question because we're always experiencing some level of turbulence, even in good change. It's hard. So I was thinking this morning, buying a house, you know, your dream house can cause upset and stress. Rising up the ladder in a corporation or starting your own company is just as stressful as losing your job or having to downsize into an apartment or something like that. Stress is stress. So how do I stay calm? I implement the tools that I have learned and taught. And honestly, Diliana, they evolve from meditation. It's my daily practice of sitting. That is where everything becomes more clear. It's a specific type of meditation. What kind of meditation you do? Right. Because there are many kinds of meditations. I think it's becoming more available to people to explore. So there's literally a meditation called mindfulness. I can explain a few of those, but my first form of meditation back when I was a teenager was TM, Transcendental Meditation. 
I'm a yogi, so I have a 500-hour training as a yoga teacher. And the yoga meditation is often with the chakras, the energy centers. It's also about breathing. And I would have to say that regardless of the style, breathing or the breath, focusing on the breath is the number one meditation technique. So if all you did today was focus on your breath and you might say, what does that mean? I breathe all the time. That's exactly what I mean. It's so much in the background that we forget about it. We take our breath for granted. So what do you say for people who say, I cannot meditate, my mind cannot stop thinking, I cannot be quiet, how they can start with meditation? It's really finding the technique that works best for you. So I've recorded a number of meditations and I teach a number of them, and it's really up to the individual. For one person, it might be taking a walk in nature and paying attention to how green the grass is, the shape of the leaves of the different trees, the sound of the birds as they hear them. Many of us, we don't have that ability if you're working in an office setting or any kind of professional setting, whether it's a university, a school, a salon, anywhere, you're required to be in that place all day. So how do you implement a technique in that culture? And that's really the breath. And so I have a technique that I call the 10 count exercise, and it's focusing on 10 breaths. And as you focus on just 10 breaths, you can bring yourself into more of a state of calm than you could imagine. And even if you're not in a state of stress, try it out. It takes literally one minute to do. Basically, you find the anchor. And the breath is the more easier to use as an anchor to be in the moment. It just focus the mind if the mind always scattered and thinking, right? Precisely. That's exactly right. So what is the difference between the mindfulness and meditation? Meditation is sitting on the cushion. That means you're sitting quietly. It's usually a solo experience. You're doing this by yourself, although there are groups, certainly, where you can sit in silence. It's usually in silence. It's very focused on clearing the mind, on centering yourself. Mindfulness is what I like to say, taking the practice of meditation off the cushion and into your daily life. So... For me, for instance, before being interviewed, I make myself present. I want to be fully prepared to listen. And so I use that technique without having to go into a meditation, simply bringing awareness to this experience right here, right now, so that I'm not distracted by my dog or the cars outside or the fan or anything else. Does that make sense? Yes, it's um, actually awareness, moment to moment, what's happening inside you, inside your body, inside your mind. And that's very particular, also valid for the menopause experience, because when you start to be triggered, I suggest and you, you just pause, uh, be aware of how you feel, what you feel, why you feel in this way. 
uh, bringing more awareness of your experience, your emotional experience, your emotional uh, roller coaster uh, when you experience anxiety or depression is the, is I think is the one of more powerful way bringing this mindfulness and uh, breathing and meditation to bring the balance in uh, inside you. And of course, you bring the balance in your hormone and uh, your mental state. And of course, when you're harmonized, you harmonize all world around you. So talking about that, how actually do you access your inner wisdom? I will share that, but I would like to comment on the mindfulness technique and especially around menopause, because I think there can be a lot of judgment that goes through a woman's mind when suddenly you get a hot flash or you have an emotion that arises and it's upsetting and you really want to have control over it. And I think acceptance, having that as part of your awareness, everything you said is so wonderful and without judgment. Really, that's the key is to know exactly where you are at any given time with compassion acceptance and awareness. Yeah. And without judging, the world will judge us. <laughs> just, yeah. And just embrace the experience, embrace uh, what you're going through. Uh, yeah. And be gentle with yourself. Don't judge. So back to the questions, how do you access your inner wisdom? I uh, guess you have your special techniques. I do. And in order to access anything, you need a path to the destination, and there might be obstacles in the way. So it's about clearing your path. And so I believe that our inner wisdom is right here. And I'm pointing to the heart chakra, also known as the heart energy center. And uh, you might think it's in your brain. Certainly that's where our knowledge is, but it's combining the brain, the heart, and the gut, all three of these, to come to wise decisions. So your inner wisdom, first and foremost, is in your heart center because that's how you're feeling. And if something really makes you feel badly, that's your body saying, don't do it. So then you have to use your brain and say, well, why? And your gut testing that intuition again. So how do you get there? How do you get to this clarity? Well, starting by knowing that it's very important to use all three to use that gut response, to use the heartfelt compassion, and to use your knowledge. The other way is to truly develop a meditation practice. And that could be one minute a day. That could be five minutes a day. That could be 20 minutes a day. For some people, I talked to a, a colleague this morning. She says, oh my gosh, I'm starting to meditate one hour a day now. It feels so great. So that's what works for her. And she has the time to do that. But don't allow time to master your life. Find and make, not even find, but make the time for your self-care and meditation, which is really a time just for you to go within, to check in and see what's going on. Is there something from yesterday that's blocking me toward my path of joy today? Talking about the time is actually you don't need really special time. Actually, whenever you have a minute or two, as you say, you can just be quiet and inside you and not necessarily and you'll be sitting cross leg position and close the eyes. You can just sit in the bench in the park in your, during your lunch time 
or after you eat, before you eat, you just take a just moment to connect with yourself. If you don't drive, you're using the public transport when you're waiting for the bus or when you're sitting in the bus or SkyTrain, you can use this time for meditation or just tune inside and repeat silently something to anchor or just focus on the breath. When you're standing waiting for cashier uh, in a store, you can be quiet. Even if standing, you can meditate. It's not really need to be sitting cross-legged position as a yogi that you imagine you have to be in some quiet space always. You just be taking about this time and space when you tune inside yourself, you connect with yourself, you connect with your breath. Uh, this moment, you're just with yourself and you connect with yourself and just isolate every noise around you. Uh, you basically, you are in meditation. What other tools they can use to actually meditate or start to meditate? I wonder if you can suggest some other tool than breath that they can use to meditate. Well, you've just shared a wealth of them in what you just said. And so I'm going to comment on a few. And what you said earlier was pausing. To pause, that's the first thing. Especially if you find yourself caught up with a lot of thoughts in your head, or you find yourself moving really quickly, walking, rushing, to pause, to literally stop in your tracks and take a deep breath in and out and say, I am here now. I am here now. It reminds you that you're not in this story. And you're not in a rush. You're here. You're right here. And some of the techniques that are good is like, I have a desk here I can touch. I'm actually here. There could be a fear and anxiety that, oh my gosh, I'm being interviewed. I'm on a podcast, but no, not really. I'm really right here in my safe environment of my home office and all is well. So coming into the present, how do you do that? By pausing. Sometimes exactly touching something that's near you, a chair, a table, feeling your feet in your shoes. So we would call that one of the senses, and that's the sense of touch. And a lovely meditation, I just did it this morning, was following the sense of touch from my head all the way down to my feet. And that looked something like feeling the air against my skin. I was sitting outside and there was a light breeze that I didn't even know was there until I brought my awareness to it. Feeling the chair, noticing if it was hard or if it was soft. Noticing my feet, noticing the clothing hanging on your body. Is it tight? Is it loose? Is it comfortable? So that's really easy that anybody could be doing right now as you're listening is to just tune into touch and what your body feels like. What are you against? What's holding you in place? The other favorite one I have that you also mentioned is sound. The sense of sound works anywhere. For one minute, you could be at work and no one will know that you are meditating (laughs) because you're simply listening. And it's profound what we don't hear until we really pay attention. All those background sounds. I was at a client's office a few years ago and we had a session, a coaching session, and we did the sound meditation. And he realized that the air conditioning unit was so loud, it would come on and it would go off. 
that it was really disruptive to him. He also noticed that the light coming in from the fluorescent lights were giving him a headache. So these things that we just move through or in some cultures push through, we ignore our body's signals saying the light is too bright, the sound is too harsh, and then we can take care of it. That's one aspect of a sound meditation. The other is just to bring yourself back into the present moment and listen. Again, it gets you out of the the clutter that's going on in your head and back into your body. Should I repeat something, some sentences or some words, or they should stay in silence? So what you're describing is mantras. And a mantra is nothing more than a positive affirmation. So it could be breathing in, I am breathing in, breathing out, I am breathing out. Breathing in, I feel good. Breathing out, I feel great. And then it could be simply love. You could breathe in, and as you breathe in, simply repeat the word love. Love. And as it evolves, you might say, love comes to me in all forms. I am aware of love in my life. So it's a great place to be creative. And I do want to backtrack. I said it's nothing more than a positive affirmation. Sometimes a mantra actually is a sacred syllable or phrase, uh, usually from the yogic or Hindu or even Buddhist philosophies. And it's not much different. It's positive, more sacred, more spiritual or religious statement. I bring God into my life. Do you have an example of this? Yeah. So speaking in English, I was raised in um, Roman Catholicism. So that might look like I breathe God into my life. I see God everywhere. My brothers and sisters are all around me. In a classic Buddhist uh, mantra, it may, here's one that I love. It's Om Tare Tutare Ture Swaha. And Tare is the goddess, the feminine goddess represented in Christianity as Mother Mary represented in some Buddhist philosophies as Torah. And so it's Om. Om is the universal sound of life. Om Tare. So it's bringing her to life. She's here with us now. Tutare. Hello. Ture. Swaha. Be present. Be present. It's, you know, come to my life and be present with me. I know that you're working to launch a program very, very soon. It's about the balance, right? I guess that it's balancing energy around this. Can you tell us a little bit more about this program, what it's involved, what the people who are interested, what they can expect to get from this program? Yes, thank you. So the program is called Being in Balance, Consciously Creating Abundant Health, Wealth, and Happiness in Your Life. It's a seven-week live online program that I created. It's a collective of the work I have been doing with my clients, what I feel has been most important and relevant to them in their transformation of moving obstacles out of their way. So I do teach meditation. I teach mindfulness. 
I also have a lot of fun in law of attraction and nutrition and, uh, you know, being in your body. And at the end, we put a whole plan in place together. You create your own unique mantra. And so it's about balancing yourself in everything that's going on in your world. And so you brought up energy balancing. So the course, the program itself is not focused primarily on energy balancing, but we do do that. We have a creative visualization in every module of the seven weeks. And we meet just like you and I are meeting now. We're live on Zoom. I teach the lesson and then we open it up to discussion and live coaching where everybody can share, ask questions. And then when we meet the following week, it's a lot like a um, a group mentorship program as well. Then we learn and there's always growth. It's pretty beautiful, actually. Does that start soon? Yes. So if you're interested to learn more about it, I'm actually offering a webinar that will be posted if you can't make it. That is coming up very soon, September 28th. You can find information if you go to my website, which is alanacahoon.com. And then the Being in Balance program is also there. You would find information there. That starts October 19th, and it runs for seven weeks. It's a very reasonably priced because I want as many people to be there as possible. And especially for your audience, Diliana, primarily it's at least 90% women who show up. And I will be offering it again live, so if this time doesn't work for you, just keep checking in and, and you'll, you'll see when the next offering comes up. Or who is exactly this program? Who can benefit most? It's primarily for, I would like to say, time-stretched individuals who mostly are women because we do it all, don't we? We work, we create, we nurture, we heal. We teach, we taxi. <laughs> Those of us or you who have children, you're taking them to school and to uh, extracurricular activities, sports and lessons. Some of you are running your businesses out of your home, cleaning the house, cooking. It's still, we are juggling so many balls in the air. And this is for you to prioritize those balls and to learn techniques to bring balance into all areas of your life. Exactly. I, I guess the more you're busy, the more you need this program. If they are busy and they say, oh, I don't have time for that, what can say to them? So I'm not sure how exactly this will help, but it's on the first of the hour. So uh, I'm in New York, so I'm in Eastern Daylight Time, and the program is live at 12 o'clock noon Eastern time. It's also recorded. Every single session is video recorded. So when you join the program, you get your own custom link to the course website where all the materials, you'll get the recordings of the live classes, you'll get documents to, to download, you'll get meditations to listen to and to follow. And then we also have a chat section where everybody can communicate together. And I often give away lots of stuff, you know, like 
some other free online courses, or I've got a free ebook that you can pick up right now and, and get started on, on your area of meditation and mindfulness. It's uh, the last thing that you want to share with the audience. What is the last thing that they can start implementing right away to find this balance? Yeah, actually, I think visit my website and download the free ebook. It's right there. It's so simple and it offers maybe six or seven different styles of meditating. It talks about proper sitting and, and posture. And it also talks about what we've been sharing, how you take it out into your life and give some fun examples of that. So that's a no brainer. I would just start there and then just peruse the site and, um, sign up for the, the free webinar. Absolutely. Because I do teach three. It's called Three Keys to Cultivating Balance and Harmony in Your Everyday Life. And I will share you what those three keys are. <laughs> Beautiful. Definitely visit Awana website. They connect with her. I highly suggest that you visit also register for the webinar coming up in the end of the month. It's free. Definitely you can benefit from for all that. And thank you so much, Awana, to be with me today to share your, your wisdom and knowledge with our audience. Thank you everyone to listen to another episode of Menopause Made Easy. Stay tuned and you coming up, up uh, very soon with another amazing guest. You can learn another strategy and techniques to help you to navigate this chapter of your life. And from my heart to yours, stay healthy, be happy. Amazing day. I see you soon. Thank you for tuning into Menopause Made Easy. You can check out more episodes on Apple, Spotify, eHeartRadio and your favorite podcast apps. Check out the show notes for any website linked to this episode, including where to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you'll be updated of each episode release. And visit me at menopausesupportacademy.com for all podcast updates as well. Appreciate you dropping by.